welcome to this new episode of the Maze Podcast. I'm your host, Marco Macente, and I'm so excited to be here with all of you. The Maze Podcast keeps being international, as my new guest is Ayanna Castro from United States. Ayanna is a global speaker, life coach, and author with expertise in helping others see their potential and pursue their goals. Her mission is to educate, encourage, and equip others to enhance what they already have to become the total package and be extraordinary. Known for her perfect balance of guidance, support, and hard truth, she is the go-to person for those embarking on new ventures or who have lost clarity on their goals. As a speaker, Ayanna delights and engages audiences with her inspiring and transparent messages of perseverance and working their package. Everything might not have been perfect, she says, but everything that transpired provided you with the lessons, abilities, and tools you currently need in order to live the life you were created to live. She is so inspiring and I'm so happy to have Ayanna as a guest in the Maze podcast. She started her career as an admin professional and now she's working as a program manager in one of the country's largest water utilities. Please enjoy our conversation. Hi, Ayanna. Hello and welcome to the Maze podcast. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me, Marco. I'm so excited to be here. Great. So you are tuning in from the United States, is that correct? Yes, I am on the eastern shore of the <laughs> United States from Maryland. Yes. Great. So we can say that the Maze podcast is more than ever international, having a great guest like you tuning in from the opposite side of the planet. So, yeah, it's amazing. So, Ayanna, I have already shared with the audience a little bit of your experience, a little bit of your background, and uh, um, I already told that uh, uh, I already said that you are a, a great uh, speaker, you are a global trainer, you are a coach, and uh, um, you are the founder of Work Your Package. So, um, one of your quote that you are using to wrap up your videos and this is also visible in your blog is something that I think is one of your biggest takeaway that I would like to share also with the audience. Make sure you're living and not just existing. What does this mean for you, Ayanna? Why is this so important and where is the edge between living and existing, in your opinion? So, uh, it I honestly started that phrase by accident. <laughs> I didn't I didn't mean to start that, but then I found myself saying it more often. To me, existing is purely just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. That is when you are just going along to get along. You're just doing the things because that's what you're supposed to do and you're not really paying attention. It's very similar to getting in your car and driving you know, to a destination and not even recognizing how you got there. Like you didn't pay attention to the trees. You didn't pay attention to the other cars. You didn't pay attention to much of anything, right? So when you're going through life in that way, you're not intentional. So that's Mm -hmm. why I encourage people to not just exist, to live. So living is being very intentional and purposeful in the actions that you take the decisions that you make, the people you surround yourself with, the type of energy that you give off when you walk into the room, 
It is being very um, strategic in how you align your actions with your goals that you want to achieve. So living does require a little bit more energy. Now, it's not to say that we don't have some days where we just feel like existing because let's face it, we all get tired. Yeah. So sometimes existing is okay. Sometimes you just need to exist for that day, but not to fall into that because that is very akin to being mediocre. And mediocrity is a very slippery slope into a soulful kind of demise and death. You're not living your best life when you're living in mediocrity. So that's yeah. one of the reasons why I provide that that explanation of making sure that you live and not just exist. Yeah, yeah. So thanks a lot for sharing, first of all, um, this amazing uh, quote. Uh, and let's say that living means uh, get the most uh, of what we do, right? Uh, getting the most of what we do, uh, uh, understanding and having the awareness that we are doing uh, our best uh, always in what we do. Um, and this is uh, exactly something that uh, we explored. Uh, and uh, let's say that we were able to understand more after the pandemic, uh, because of course, the pandemic uh, was a huge tsunami right for the entire world and uh, i think that uh, th this kind of awareness uh, uh, was more than ever important uh, in uh, during the pandemic and in the post-pandemic world when uh, everyone right needs to focus and needs to um uh, needs to focus uh, to what matters really uh, so thanks a lot for sharing uh, uh, this amazing quote ayana um let's move on because of course uh, i have another question for you one of your most and also my favorite uh, um, well-known video is uh, where you share your incredible Are You Ready acronym. So this is a statement, uh, but uh, is also a state of mind, a state of soul. Uh, ready means uh, reflecting, evaluating, aligning, dreaming, and yielding. You made this video during the pandemic uh, when there was a huge need to pause and clarify what was going on. But can you please explain us which are those verbs standing for you, Ayana? Well, it's very interesting that you asked about that particular video because it was one of the very few videos that I actually wrote down notes before I started. Um, when I do my uh, Facebook Live videos on Wednesday, yeah. I don't typically have a note. <laughs> I typically <laughs> just kind of go from my heart and kind of just lean into what's going on around me, but I really don't. Um, write notes. But this particular one, I remembered, I wrote notes for it. Um, so for me, the ready, again, you, you said it stands for reflect, evaluate, align, dream, and yield. And in the reflection, it's to reflect on the past, uh -huh. not to dwell in it, not to sit in it, but it's really to think about what has transpired over a certain period of time. And that could be your health, it could be your relationships, your professional career, it could be just your own personal growth and journey, um, but really taking time to sit down and reflect on it. Yeah. Um, not to be saddened, but just to think about it. And then the next step beyond that is to evaluate. So after you've taken the time to reflect, evaluate what lessons have been learned. Mm -hmm. um, it's particularly through the pandemic, what I evaluated and what I learned was, is that I spent an enormous amount of time with a very full calendar. Um, and the pandemic just shut all of that down, right? It made us really take time to think about 
where are we spending our time? Yeah. And noticing that you can't be all things to all people and really giving credit to both, not just your success, but also your shortcomings. So as you take time to reflect on the past and you evaluate the lessons that learn, that you learn, one of the best part of that evaluation is giving credits to both your success and your shortcomings. Um, in the alignment, you have to think about um, are your actions in alignment with your goals? Mm -hmm. So I often say, you know, I talk about me because I know me better than anybody else, right? And if my goal is to, you know, make sure I keep off the 15 pounds that I lost that I gained <laughs> during the pandemic, are my actions in alignment with that? If it, the goal is to, you know, gain another professional certification, am I in alignment with that in terms of the courses that I'm taking or the conferences that I'm attending, the webinars that I'm attending, the books that I'm reading? If it's in regards to my relationships, am I taking intentional moments out to strengthen those relationships, whether it be personal, mm -hmm. family, professional, am I being intentional with that? So yeah. your actions need to be in alignment with your goals. And then dream, sometimes people think of that as being very lofty, but dreaming is actually forecasting. It's thinking ahead. You are allowed to dream ahead and not allowing the current state of affairs, the things that you currently see, the things that currently is, deter you from thinking ahead and dreaming ahead. And then the last thing, of course, is yielding. And when you yield, this is the hardest part because it requires you to take your pride and your ego and put it aside. Because you can't yield to wise counsel or even listening to what I love to call it my little birdie, if I'm not willing to let go of my pride and my ego, because it may hurt to hear from other people that you might be doing something that may be prohibiting you from doing the other four things, reflecting, evaluating, aligning, and dreaming when mm -hmm. you're in that process of yielding. And it's okay, you know, most of the time, you want to make sure you're surrounding yourself with people for your personal board of directors who are able to give you life witness wisdom. And it's a difference from an eyewitness wisdom. That eyewitness wisdom is more of a I saw, I heard, I read. Whereas a life witness wisdom is something that is a lived experience. And it comes from a place of empathy as well as sympathy. And they're able to really speak to your heart because they know who you are. So yeah. yielding requires a little bit more of a introspective thought. Yeah. Um, so that is what that ready means to me. And you know, you can go through this multiple times within a year, right? You don't have to wait for the end of the year. You don't have to wait for something catastrophic to happen. You can go through this checklist with yourself, you know, however many times you need to go through it to help you internalize it because it is a process. Love it. Thanks, Ayanna. Yes, I, I completely agree with you. So this is a process. And what is uh, inspired me um, 
of course, uh, um, the acronym and the meaning uh, is very impactful, but at the same time, is, uh, uh, the heart of the matter is that this process, as you mentioned, uh, is applicable and is transversal uh, multiple times during the year, but also in different fields of our lives, right? Uh, speaking about our professional life, uh, our personal life, uh, because uh, we are uh, ourselves in different ways and we need to make sure that in order to be successful and in order to be satisfied, let's say, let's say we need to go through this process in order to, you know, uh, feel authentic and uh, feel completely aligned uh, as alignment is also a word of this, uh, of, uh, this acronym uh, with what is uh, surrounding us. So, yeah. Thanks a lot for sharing this amazing um, topic, Ayanna, and uh, I'm sure that the audience will treasure this topic as I will. So let's move on, Ayanna, because I have another question for you. Purpose, vision, and mission. Many people get confused when asked the difference between those, and many others think that only business organizations and companies should have a vision and missions, as they have a brand that they need to take care of, employees to be managed and goals to be achieved. Is that true, Ayanna? Can you please share with us your insight on this topic to help people get oriented? So the purpose, vision, and mission, I believe is actually an individual thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I really do. I feel like it's individual, mainly because um, your purpose kind of shows up as a passion a lot of times because it's identified by three things what you're asked to do what you're led to do and what energizes you yeah those three things really shows up constantly it, it will show up in every single facet of your life and that is more of an individual thing and while i understand that there are companies that have a purpose statement their purpose is more driven by the bottom line and focus groups. Your purpose cannot be driven by a focus group. <laughs> Your purpose yeah. shows up for you individually and it will continue um, to present itself in different facets of your life. It will show up professionally. It'll show up personally. It'll show up when you are serving your community. Um, and the same thing goes for vision. Um, you know, vision, you know, some people think vision is something separate, but vision is actually how you implement your purpose. Mm. Um, and it looks different depending on the environment that you're in. So professionally, your purpose might be to, you know, excel and, and help people move forward in, you know, in their professional journey, whether it is, you know, through coaching or servant leadership, it may show up that way. But in your personal life, it may show up pretty similarly, but for a different group of people. So maybe you're not leading executives. Maybe you're not leading peers. Maybe you are now lending those talents to someone who's younger than you. Maybe it's on a mentorship type of level, you know? So you have to figure out how it will show up in the different facets of your life, but it's still congruent because it's part of your purpose. Yeah. And you know, your mission is very close to how you plan these things out, how to execute the vision. Um, your execution needs to allow for flexibility because plans change. 
you know, sometimes people get very focused on, well, this is the plan. This is the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. But what's the goal? The goal is always <laughs> yeah. going to be the goal, but the plan can be flexible. Let's not yeah. get so stuck in the plan that we lose sight of the goal Love because it. the goal will absolutely be um, driven from that vision and that purpose. So the goal is never going to go away. Um, so we just have to be flexible in that. And I feel yeah. that individuals in business, we do that on a regular basis. We call it being fluid. Um, in project management, we call it being agile. Yes, um, agile. But we do. Yes, we do that on a regular basis. But I feel that if people applied that to their, you know, their individual lives, I feel that we would actually show up in the business place and the professional in the professional space a little bit different if we applied that. Yeah. So thank I, you for that question. I I love your answer, Ayana, and I'm sure that uh, I mean uh, this will help uh, uh, other people clarify actually the difference, right, between uh, purpose, mission, and vision, and also will help uh, also people like me because uh, I'm working uh, in the project management activity uh, to to help uh, uh, to make projects uh, even more agile and even more structured with those kind of approaches. So thanks a lot for sharing, Ayana. It's, a, it's, it's incredible and uh, I really uh, will treasure this insight. Thanks a lot. So uh, let's move on because I have my last question for you, Ayana. We spoke about purpose, vision and mission and sometimes we are too uh, purposeful or too passionate about something. And uh, one of uh, um, uh, another quote uh, that I loved watching your videos uh, is learning how to serve from the heart, but don't lose your, our head. Can you please share with us what do you mean by this quote? Do you have a practical example where someone can serve with heart losing the head? So I will tell you, I am the most, I'm so very guilty of this and I struggle with it daily. And it's because I do serve very much from my heart. Mm -hmm. So when you serve from your heart, you have a tendency to attract other people who are extraordinarily qualified, very capable, willing to assist, very nurturing and very, um, very giving, right? But unfortunately, being part of that heart-led leadership, servant leadership community, and being a, a member of that community, it is a setup for just unrealistic expectations from people who do not appreciate what we have to offer and the unrealistic expectations that we set for ourselves. Losing your head is not listening to the little birdie. The little birdie is telling you constantly, we've been down this road before, this is not good, this doesn't feel good, we need to stop, this doesn't feel good. It's not listening to our body, our body is exhausted. But instead of taking the rest and reprieve that we need, we go get another cup of coffee, we, you know, we take a quick power nap, we try to power through, we just don't listen. We ignore the energy that is surrounding us right? There are some conversations that you leave and you feel so energized and so refreshed and you're ready to take on another couple of hours of work. And then there's some meetings that you have, some conversations that you have that you just feel completely depleted. We don't take 
notice of the energy that's surrounding us. We don't practice self-care. Yeah. We don't set boundaries. We don't yeah. say no. So when we recognize those things, that is when you are losing your head. You're just yeah. serving from the heart. You just want to give, 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 give. You want to make sure everybody is okay. But in the process of serving from your heart completely and not listening to the rest of you, yeah, i.e. the little birdie, that is how you lose your head. So yeah. how do you get that back? How do you... um? How do you make sure that you retain your head? One thing is setting your boundaries and knowing what your limits are, right? So yeah. that may look like in the professional sense, um, knowing your capacity, your professional mm -hmm. capacity. Um, in my work, I am, you know, an employee engagement program manager for one yeah. of the largest, you know, water utilities in the U.S., Right. And in that capacity, I am called upon to lead certain initiatives and projects. So I have several projects underneath the program. What I have learned throughout my professional life is while I may be able to do it, I may not have the capacity to do it. There are only so many hours in the day. When you continue to take on, take on, take on, you might be able to do it, but are you doing it well? So knowing your limitations and knowing what your capacity is, is very important because at that point, you are leading a balanced life between your heart and your head. The other yeah. way is to make sure that you practice self-care. I make sure that I take several minutes out of the day, whether it's 10, 15, however minutes, just to kind of sit still, just to kind of level set, feel where my body energy is sitting. A lot of my stress sits in my shoulders. So if I feel myself hunching and scrunched over, I know that I'm carrying some stress some, somewhere and I don't know where it's coming from, but I need to make sure that I kind of release it, right? Yeah. And then the other thing is making sure that you are aware of the energy around you and the energy that you bring in the room. Mm -hmm. I yes. feel that you're so responsible for the energy that you bring in the room. And a lot of times people who serve from the heart, lead from the heart, we have a way of shifting energies in a room. Um, I've, I've been told that like, Ayana, we can tell when you're a little bit off or if you've had an interaction with someone who wasn't very pleasant before you got here because their energy is off. And I'm like, wow, yeah. I never even thought about that. So being very cognizant of the energy that you bring in the room, Making sure that you take those few moments in a day to practice some self-care, whether it's getting up from your desk, taking a walk, you know, making a phone call to someone who can make you laugh. That's all forms of self-care. But most importantly, making sure that you are setting your boundaries and understanding your capacity. Because yeah. when you're overflowing, you cannot serve well at all, regardless of how great you are. If you're beyond capacity, the things that you're trying to achieve will not turn out well. Yeah. 
Thanks a lot, Ayanna, for those insights and for those uh, suggestions. Um, it's very important. I agree with you with uh, everything that you said, uh, because, of course, uh, um, being passionate and being purposeful is very uh, appreciated by everyone that uh, is around us. But at the same time, we should focus on what matters and uh, being able to set boundaries, as you said, being able to share the energy and being able to uh, reflect on what we are doing uh, is, is key, right, in order to maintain uh, um, consistency with what we do and uh, wrapping up, uh, making sure that we are living and not existing. <laughs> Thanks. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot, Ayanna. It has been a pleasure uh, to have you as a guest in the Maze podcast. I ended uh, my questions, but uh, I will be sharing the link of your blog in the description of the podcast of the episode. So uh, everyone in the audience will be able to go to your blog and uh, to um, get to know you better. And uh, of course, uh, um, the audience will be able also to um, follow you uh, in uh, uh, the project that you started working package and with your videos that you are sharing uh, every Wednesday. So thanks a lot. It has been a pleasure to have you in the Miss Podcast. And of course, I wish you all the best and looking forward to speaking to you again. And why not uh, meeting you again, who knows, in Italy or in US. Thank you so much for having me. I look forward to meeting you in person. Bye. Bye. -bye. <laughs>